everybody. We're not dead. I know this episode is really late and I want to apologize for that. Uh, I also wanted to apologize for the state of the audio. It's definitely not the best. We are still sorting out the best way for our recording setup. We definitely haven't found that. Uh, It gets a little quiet at the beginning and then louder later on. I apologize. I hope it's not too hard to listen to. We had a lot of fun recording this episode. That being said, it's going to be a little longer than usual because we talk about pride and uh, a couple of other things. In fact, I actually had about two hours worth of audio to edit before I scraped it down to a little less than 50 minutes that this episode is. So be grateful. Um, I also wanted to announce we will be giving out free stickers to the first 50 followers we get on all of our social media. Uh, That will include people who have already started following us because we haven't yet hit 50. So if you already follow us and you feel comfortable, send us a message on Tumblr or DM us on Twitter or something, uh, an address that you would like us to send your official day-to-day sticker to. But without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Day to Gay. This is Jess. This is Deirdre. I'm Cole. And uh, today we have a special guest, my friend Carrie Ann, who I kidnapped. Who also does, probably won't talk. Does Carrie Ann want to introduce herself? Carrie Ann says no. That's okay. Carrie Ann is Y'all here. know she's here. Don't you worry. You could be lying. That's like, <laughs> should I take pictures and post them on our Twitter? It's actually a hand puppet that I call Carrie Ann. <laughs> we don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hubert Cumberdale. Audrey Stewart Baxter. <laughs> he tastes like something poo. Oh my god, <laughs> is that salad fingers? Yeah. <laughs> Marjorie Stewart Baxter, Baxter tastes like sunshine dust. I know, she tastes like sunshine dust. <laughs> Oh my god. Excuse me. If we're going to talk about like early 2000 era, we're going to talk about Charlie the Unicorn. No, No. let's not talk about this. It's a Leo Floridon, Charlie. It's a magical Leo Floridon. What was that like one noise that like one of the unicorns made that I thought was so funny? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about early 2000s YouTube. We got to talk about like that one with the llamas. Llamas, llamas with hats. Yeah. That was fucked up my life. Isn't that the one where they're like, he's eating hands or something? I had a, <laughs> I had a hunger only hands could satisfy. <laughs> was, my stomach was making the rumblies. <laughs> that only hands could satisfy. Oh, you can't just eat people. <laughs> Didn't he, like, wear a human face on his face? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, can we circle back? Yeah, okay. Um, We're a little off track. So, we went to Pride last weekend, got a hotel. You heard all about that in the last episode. So, we just want to talk about what we did for Pride. Okay, but we got a hotel that didn't have free Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. And it had a pool that we didn't use. True. And it took them 40 minutes to get us our fucking car. Did you get the money back for that? I did not. I never called. We We paid a lot of money because they, the parking garage was under construction, so we had to do valet parking. There was a lot of money. And And there was like, there was like street parking, but 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go try to find street parking no. after driving an hour to you get there. You don't want to risk getting towed either. Like, you don't know. Or even just hit. There's the literally yeah. nowhere to park in the city. Yeah. Nowhere. You would have been better, like, staying somewhere in the middle of the city and then just taking SEPTA in. Mm-hmm. Which is kind yeah. of what we did. But, I mean, well, not in the... Well, we were in, we were in downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Friday. Um, yeah, so Friday was just, I drove everyone down. It took a while, but it was it. fun. Yeah, yeah. but that's because it was so rush hour traffic. Right. And then we unpacked everything, and we decorated the hotel with a pride flag and pink lights. And Deirdre put all of her clothes in the closet and in the drawers, which was adorable. Yeah, can we talk about how weird that is? <laughs> what? It's that not, was so weird. It's I like, not in there. weird. I was like, how long have you guys been here? Oh my god, I do that because <laughs> my clothes are going to get freaking wrinkly no, in the suitcase. Look out of your suitcase like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Deirdre packed a whole full suitcase plus like at least one other bag. I packed a duffel bag the night before, and then Cole threw a bunch of clothes into a duffel bag without folding them. Literally, while we were just standing in their room with them, just grabbed some clothes from every corner of their room and was like, okay, let's, let's go. go. It was like literally the both extremes and then me in the middle. But how prepared was I? Pretty prepared. I guess you had everything you needed. Yeah, you know. The only reason I borrowed your jean jacket was because it looked cute on me. Yeah. But otherwise, I had everything I needed. Uh I even remember my toothbrush and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I did (laughs) take out. I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) And we had to go to CVS and buy her. I didn't forget Uh. anything. I did. I didn't overpack or underpack. I had like a little extra, but like it could have been used. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was planning on doing more outfits, but I got lazy. Though, to be fair, I did accidentally only bring one pair of socks. That happens. <laughs> I was at my house. Oh, man, it must be so nice living in the city. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we unpacked and everything, and then... Um, we went to the Toasted Walnut. We met Beverly. That is right. <laughs> that whole night, I was really, really drunk, and I kept calling her Beverly, because she looked like Beverly from It. And then when we saw her again the next night... I called her Beverly to her face by accident, <laughs> and I wanted her to know that that's why. But I told her the first night that she looked like Beverly from It, but I don't know if she heard me slash because that. Okay, first night we were at the Toasted Walnut, and there was like a dope singer there, and I wish I had looked it up and seen what her name was, but she was playing like all these awesome like '90s jams, mm-hmm. like she was very like '90 acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. It was so she good. was beautiful too. She was really pretty. She was very pretty. She was very nice. Uh-huh. Like Deep said, we went to the Toasted Walnut and hung out there because they were having drink specials, $5 beer, $4 beers, $4 beers, uh, until like 10 Also, preface this, I should have done that. Toasted Walnut is a lesbian bar, if you don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's super great. Mm-hmm. It's we, one of the better bars in the gayborhood because it's more their true. owners are not known for being racist, racist. or transphobic. Uh-huh. So that's cool. They're also like, I don't know if they're sponsors, but the one bartender slash DJ there was like part of the Dyke March like organizer. So uh-huh. that was pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like yeah. it was a huge thing there because it was a mostly female. Like the point of the bar was to be like for female identifying people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because. I think the other lesbian bar in the neighborhood before was called, like, Sisters or something. Mm. It, like, got closed down before we were, like, able to go to bars. Like, when we were in high school or some shit. Back when we were kids. Back when we were little baby days. Like, that, like that wasn't five years ago. Five? Yeah. Five. That's 18. We're Jesus. 
But still, we weren't able to get okay, into the so, no, Okay, so... I guess you're right. Okay, so like seven or eight <laughs> years, I guess. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, Toaster Lana is the lesbian-ish bar. It's I, lit. I just gotta say, I like the Toasted Walnut because it's the nicest looking bar. It is it's also nice more chilled out. Yeah. It it's, wa- not more, it's not really a club, but then the second night we were there, they did have the upstairs with the dance yeah. floor. Right. So it's like a mix of both. They have a beer pong table. Like, yeah. it's chill. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, unlike um, Taboo, it, the upstairs and downstairs, you could see it. It was more like a loft upstairs yeah. mm-hmm. at Toasted Walnut. So it didn't feel as cramped, even when there was a lot of people up there. It was so right. crowded. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. I guarantee you that was definitely fire a violation of fire code. But let's stick to Friday. So, Friday. what else did we do Friday? I'm pretty was, sure we just hung out pretty there. Pretty much just the to- We went to go to the block party, but it wasn't really... That. We went later than, like, six. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it was just a bunch of people hanging outside of Woody's, basically. Well, yeah. and to be fair, the block party is, like, a Woody's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the reason it's, like, outside is because it's the Woody's block party. Yeah. So, everyone either stands right outside of Woody's, listening to the music, and, like, drinking alcohol that they brought, or mm-hmm. <laughs> they try to get into Woody's and get alcohol. Yeah. So. Which is why I liked that we went to the Toasted Walnut, because it was more, like, chilled out, and we could actually, like, talk, and, like, it was a good mm-hmm. first night. Yes. It was. it was chill. We yeah. made friends. We, we found Beverly because she was all alone. Okay, so what had happened was, I said, y'all what need to... What happened was... What had happened was, <laughs> we were walking around the bar being, like, creeps, you know, scoping out <laughs> ladies. Nah, we were very nice and polite about it. We would just be like, oh my gosh, look at that girl with the curly hair. She's so pretty. You should say hi. That's literally the mm-hmm. creepiest we got. That's literally how <laughs> that's lesbians how, talk that's about how girls. how lesbians talk about girls. Oh my know? god, she's so cute. And, lo- and then I'd be like, go up to me and be like, no, she's with someone. That whole time, like, while me and, like, Deirdre would be talking. Like, I was just talking about all the long-haired butches there. Oh, yeah. The LHBs. LHBs, man. They're out there stealing my game. <laughs> they just have, like, the the look of a femme with the swag of a butch. It's intimidating. And I think it's just, like, stealing everything from me, even though I'm in a relationship that I love. Being able to flirt with girls. Oh, my God. Wait, they're the definition of fudge. Duh. Yeah. yeah. There we go. LHBs. It's like that West Coast California vibe with the yeah. the snapbacks and they probably skateboard and the, the like just the plain no, t-shirt. No, no. They don't skateboard. They longboard. They longboard. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I respect them. Actually, interesting question: saying. Is it pronounced fudge or fudge? Uh, we were trying to discuss that. I earlier. would say more like fudge. I think it was fudge. But 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 femme makes the fe sound, yeah. and so fudge gets know. more of the e eh sound in there. It's like what do you think? <laughs> you are making a face. Yeah, what would you say? Would it, would it be fudge or fudge? Fudge. 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 This is like Jif and Gif. I right? literally cannot handle hearing Jif. Whoops. Yeah. Not done. We're not no, done. We're not done on that? Because no. what had happened was... <laughs> oh, that's right. We... You guys are going to try to find me someone to make out with. Yeah. And you spotted one this there was that really like classic butch woman who was chilling out downstairs oh yeah with the polo shirt uh, d- oh did you see that she came over and started talking to me and beth no yeah really? it was great oh my yeah God, I love and it. she was just like i just want to know what like your opinion is of the city as like an outsider versus someone who lives here and i was like girl you drunk oh my god you are so drunk i gave her a sticker and she was like i love you guys goodbye and walked away <laughs> but um so I saw this girl, Bev, who was really cute, and she had a really pretty dress on, and um, she was kind of there alone. Mm-hmm. So as one, I thought she was cute, so I wanted to, like, talk to her. And then two, also, like, 
she looked like she could use some people to hang out with mm-hmm. for Pride Weekend. So yeah. um, we called her over and we just started chatting. She was really cool. Um, I don't want to get into details about her because, like, we didn't ask her if she could be in here. But, like, she was really cool and so it was really great hanging out with her. Okay. Um, and so um, I enjoyed her presence. I feel like we had similar music tastes. It was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, <laughs> Very cool. 80s. Yeah. And we were totally jamming out to Take Care by Drake. It was so good. And then... We didn't stay too late that night. No, I think we made it to about 11. Yeah. 11 or 12, and then we left because we were hungry slash tired. Yeah. Yeah, and I was mad because I found out my favorite my favorite restaurant, Shoe Fry, had closed down. Ooh. And it was the last one in the city, so we it's gone forever. 90s. Yeah. So, Friday night, we also met that one lady with the harmonica. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> she was so funny. It was, like, this lady, and she had a drawstring backpack on that said AC Moore, which I think was so funny because I used to work there for, like, three years. Um, but she had two harmonicas, and she was, like, jamming along with the with the girl who was, like, performing, like, with her guitar, but just, like, walking around the bar, and she had two harmonicas. Yeah, not just one. She, she had two. She was double-fisting it, like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. She was really sweet. Yeah, she hugged me. Oh my god, she was so cute. We didn't mention the McDonald's we went to beforehand. <laughs> um, on our way to uh, the Toasted Walnut, um, Dee was really, had to pee really bad. Yeah. Um, and like, we all had to pee, but like, Dee was dying. <laughs> so we just like, we were just gonna walk and stop at whatever like nearest place had a bathroom that people would could be able to go into and it just happened to be this McDonald's. We were on two opposite ends of this McDonald's. We're in line for food. We can kind of see D around the corner waiting for the bathroom. And there's just some dude sitting outside the bathrooms at the tables near there. And he's just yelling. And we don't know why he's yelling. We don't know what he's saying. But he's, like, yelling. And it's, like, obvious he's, like, talking to D. Like, he's like, yo, you, girl. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like to her and I was like okay uh we like looked at D we were and like kind of made that face of like you good and she was like I'm good so we just waited in line we're just minding our own business getting our food and then like the people in front of us who definitely are not gonna listen to our podcasts uh they were fucked <laughs> they were weird as shit and like I don't want to judge people but like this woman turned around after she and her boyfriend had ordered their foods, I'm assuming. I don't it think it boyfriend. was her boyfriend, because she said, this guy just bought me food. What the fuck? Oh yeah. my god, I it didn't know It wasn't her boyfriend, that. it was just some stranger that she just met, I think. Oh my god, I thought they were, like, chilling. She convinced him to, to buy, buy her, her food. food. Oh my god. Which is great, that's nice of him. That's even weirder. But it just adds to the story. So she, like, turns around, and I'm in, like, the gayest outfit I could wear, which was, like tight-ass black leggings, and then a rainbow, like, flag shirt, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, you know those tank tops that have, like, the, the blue and stars are, like, the tank top art shoulder part, and then down stripes, it was just rainbow. It was and gay. Then it was very gay. And, and then, I'm just, I look like me, so there's a big hint. And I was wearing <laughs> Jess's vest, which yes. was covered in pins. The one that she was sewing last episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By <one>. hand. <laughs> It looked, it looked great on me. It did. It looked really good on you. But she turns around, she sees my shirt, and she goes, Rainbows, rainbows, rainbows? Rainbows? That's exactly what she did. Rainbows? Like a fucking Pokemon. Did not say... <laughs> it's like the only 
words, you know. <laughs> Bulbasaur. Bulba. Bulba. Rainbow. 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 I was oh like, God. rainbows. That's what I'm wearing. And I don't know how, like, this McDonald's wasn't super crowded, but it was still loud as fuck in there. Like, I couldn't hear shit. Oh, mm. shit, was that the one right off race? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a trash one. Oh, yeah, it that's was. Trash yeah, the fries yeah, tasted no, like poop. <laughs> no, they have, like, <laughs> how do you regula- mess up McDonald's fries? They have regulations because people, like, go in there to chill. It's also right around the corner from a parole office. So. Mm. Oh, that explains okay. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I mean, we just needed the bathroom. And so we had to buy food because... You're not supposed to go into a place like that and not buy food. Also, I can never turn down French fries, so fair. Those were I bought chicken nuggets and then I threw them out. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't want them. Oh I thought I would, and then like when it came to actually eating them, I didn't even finish my like small fry, and I was like, never mind. But so I was like, yeah, rainbows. That's what I'm wearing, and she was like, oh, that's so great. Blah blah blah. I couldn't hear her, so it was like, I'm open-minded. Oh my gosh! You guys are so cool. Was she driving through a tunnel? <laughs> no, I just erased the memory of her talking to me. Oh, okay. That was a reference to a podcast that you have never seen. Well, seen, <laughs> listen to. to. It's a McElroy one, though. Uh, finish your story. Yes. So I just like nod while she is talking to me something something open-minded something something rainbows are cool something something i'm definitely not a bigot even though i had to say i was open-minded which means i am a bigot Mm -hmm. um and then she was just like carrying around a coloring book (laughs) (laughs) and it wasn't crayons i think it was like colored pencils colored pencils or crayons but it was definitely a coloring book and not like a sketchbook yeah like it was like definitely not no no it was like a kid's coloring book (laughs) okay and I distinctly, I just see more life. I distinctly remember noticing that it was, in fact, not a sketchbook because she held it up and went, "I'm an artist," <laughs> and I was like, "Cool." And then she was like, "After you guys eat your food, you should come like say hi." And we were like, "Yeah, okay, sure." And then she walked away. We got our food. I looked at Jess and we went, "Let's fuck off." <laughs> So then we went and Ooh. sat down and waited for D. That McDonald's was like a parallel universe. It, it really did. didn't feel real. It was one of those it liminal spaces. Yeah. I mean, it's just also just so weirdly there. Like, it's just like corporate buildings and then like right McDonald's. on the corner is a fucking McDonald's. And there's like scaffolding in the front yeah. of it. And I was like, what the fuck? Where are we going? I feel like some people who are listening might not know that I'm black. So that's like a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carrie Ann's black. There we go. She's the only black person in this room. Actually, mm-hmm. probably in this house. Not on this street. I'm sure Dee has some black neighbors. Oh. We only have one. They just moved in. Okay. Wow. And people, like, are being so annoying. Okay, so they have, like, three cars, and one person, like, parks on the street. Yeah. And then the lady across the street from them, I witnessed this entire thing, and I was like, what the fuck? She's, like, pulling out of her driveway, and the guy's truck's right there, right? And she's, like, going really slow, and she's, like, taking forever, and then she's, like, stopping, and then, like, leaning out her window. Like, she's just being really fucking extra about it, when she literally could just pull out of her driveway and go on her motherfucking way, and she did it! And I'm waiting behind her, and I'm like, can you just, like, go? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, there were a couple cars on the street, but the person who lives 
that's right next to her also has like two cars on the street but they weren't there at the time but yeah no i was i was literally just thinking like everyone in your neighborhood on your street street. parks on the street because every time i'm driving in i have to like weave because they don't even park on the same stride of the street no no. how could you mm, Mm. Yeah, it was. It was Let's wrong. egg her house. I honestly like what I think they're renting it because I think it was only a rental space. Because like mm-hmm. the the people who were moved out. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, because there are still actually laws in place that make it hard for black people to get loans for houses. Okay, well yeah, I know that because my mom's yeah. been a realtor for twenty four years. I'm not even surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the no. world's fucked up. Yeah, the suburbs is inherently racist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I didn't. Yeah. We try I our went best. to Catholic school, not. and I didn't have a single black person in that school the whole Damn. time. I was I had there until eighth grade. I had one, and I didn't. I had a a student teacher in sixth grade, and he was black, and he came in to like teach us, and everyone was like, "I think it was like the first black person we all saw." <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. The suburbs you are literally. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Delco fifteen years ago though, which was like Ridley Park, man. Is not Ridley Township. Ridley Park, literally a bubble of white crazy people. Nice. I would also we'll there. <laughs> like to rephrase my statement of I had one. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. I, I like, would like uh, to rephrase that to state there was one black student <laughs> in my school. Who? <laughs> so did you? Did I? Yeah. We both did. <laughs> you oh, both did. Man. I didn't even catch that. Wow. I did. <laughs> see, see, we're being accountable for our actions, Carrie Ann. Um, I collect them wait, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Who, who are you talking <laughs> about? Awful. Are you talking like at St. Joe's? Yeah, there definitely was one, one black family. There definitely had to be. There's a lot more black families no. in our church now. I really don't think there was when we went there because I went back my sophomore year of high school when I went to uh, Downingtown West, and I went back to do my senior project there, and it was just to like help out at Cares. And that was literally, like, the first family I saw there. And I was, like, best friends with the little girl. And she said that her older brother went to my school. And she used to, like, I was, like, at that point in high school where I, like, didn't want to show any part of my body at all. And I was in, like, long sleeves and it was really hot out. And she was dragging me. She was, like, why are you wearing so many clothes? And I was, like, because it's cold at my school. And I was, like, lying. And she was, like, my brother goes there. He said it's not cold. And I was, like, damn, like, you went home and asked your brother. And then came back and told me I was lying. That is exactly why you could never handle living where I live. <laughs> I nah. had to literally drag a little boy at my church so that way he could like respect me in mm-hmm. front of all of his friends. Which one? was hilarious. Seems Darian Shufruit the second. Call him Deuce. Deuce? Oh no! And they don't know. Like kids don't know that. Do no, they? he does. Yeah, oh, he no, does. No. He's thirteen. Oh, he's thirteen. Is, Never mind. The thing is, he's like so cool. Has like all the sports things. And no, I had to ruin his fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> I like almost made him cry. That's uh, that's like that time that one kid at Shanahan shit his pants, and we all called him James don't Pooper. Start any problems <laughs> without me. D. Tell us what this man was yelling at you <laughs> in the bathroom. Cool. Um, so, I just went over to the bathroom while you guys went and got food, and I was in line with these two kids. Um, they were probably in high school. So there were two bathrooms there, and there was me and these, like, two black kids, like, waiting there, and then this guy next to us is like, <laughs> he's like, 
um, you're a girl. You can go in the ladies' room. And then he's like, hey, you, you're a girl. He's like, go in the ladies' room. And me and the two kids are looking at each other, like, cracking the fuck up. And we're looking at the bathrooms like, dude, these are unisex. We're, like, laughing to each other, but, like, not like talking to him and then he's like oh she must not be speaking english or something saturday started with me being in a lot of back pain because that mm-hmm. was my life mm-hmm. um which and is hip, hip pain and too. hip pain my hip still bothers me back's totally fine um we walked all the way to con park mm-hmm. and went to the west march it was about a 25 ish minute walk we kind of strolled mm-hmm. it was nice Mm-hmm. It was, like, not too hot out, and the Dykes on Bike showed up, and oh, they yeah. were really hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, like, heard the rumble of, like, the motorcycles, and then this one girl, like, just, like, jetted down the street in, like, a, I guess it was, like, a, either, like, a leather or, like, a dark jean, je- like, vest, and, like, was standing up on her motorcycle, and I was just kind of, like, drooling. <laughs> I was like, damn, I want to be her, but also I want to, to be, be on, on her. her. Yeah. So that happened. Um, you want to continue? Um, somehow we ended up in the f- very front. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think people realized that they they were, like, starting to move. Because, like, they had announced that it was going to be, like, kind of lax, but, like, everyone should try to, like, keep up the pace and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up right behind the dikes and bikes on bikes. At, <laughs> dikes inside bikes. <laughs> um, dikes on bikes. And um, they, then there was, like, these people who had, like, the signs, like, the the banners yeah, and the then banner. like flags and so we were like literally like right the fuck there and it was really cool because it wasn't just like the parade where everything's like blocked off and like people know where the parade route's gonna be like they have per- the parade has like permits whereas yeah. the march doesn't have a permit to walk so we just stopped traffic yeah like there were p- set women who would stop like the traffic at the lights so that we could yeah, they walk had, through like caution tape and there yeah. were also some police too yeah well i'm sure the police weren't there to help you guys but they so techni- as to yeah they technically weren't there to help us but like they were gathered there like beforehand mm-hmm. like they knew it was happening yeah and they, it's been like, happening how many years 20 been? years yeah. yeah so they knew it was happening and they just kind of like i think there was i don't know if there was a police car or if they were all on bikes but they were kind of like monitoring the traffic And as we were walking, there were, like, some people, like, bystanders didn't know that it was a thing, and, like, they were coming out of their storefronts, and, like, this one lady came out of her storefront and was chanting. She was going, let's go lesbos! And, like, then clapping. It was was so funny. And, like, everyone was just cracking up. That's actually, I wanted to ask you guys, like, did, like, what happened with, like, the traffic? Were cars, like, honking and shit? Because they were like, what? Definitely, like, a few honks, but I think that was just because people didn't know what was going on. But, like, yeah. from people outside that were, like, coming out of places or just, like, tourists, like, walking. They, they were just all, had, like, like a filming smile. and, like, laughing. They all like... had, like, a smile on their face and were just, like, some people were clapping and some were, like, cheering. So I yeah. think it was mostly welcomed. Okay, yeah, cool. At least we part. didn't stay the whole time because yeah. it started to rain, and also like we were right by the we, hotel. When we got by the hotel, we were kind of just like we should just cut off here, which was nice too because when we did hop out, we like got to film and take pictures of the rest of the march walking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really exciting though. I felt really empowered. Jess and emotional. was like really emotional the whole time. She was like, "This was. is the best thing ever." Like it we're just, just in the street because like I've been to the parade like once before, but I never went to the Dyke March, and it felt like meaningful Mm -hmm. like the parade is like fun and i love celebrating and stuff but this felt like 
we're taking over the streets. Yeah. Like, we're here, we're queer, that kind of thing. That was, like, one of the chants was, like, we're here, we're queer. No, the other one was, like, whose streets, too, and then they were, like, our streets. whose streets, our streets. Yeah. It was was really nice. It It was. It just felt, and it was very inclusive. Like, there were so many trans lesbians around us, like, where we were. Mm -hmm. There were black lesbians, Asian lesbians, people that maybe didn't identify as lesbians. I think Mm -hmm. they had assigned bi dykes. Yeah, there was one uh, that was bi dykes. Like, it was just, like, really inclusive and, like, whole and just nice. Yeah. I felt warm. It was really nice. And accepted. We met up with Beverly again. Mm Mm-hmm. Whose name is not Beverly, and I just want to clarify that the name Beverly came about because... Dee said she looked like Beverly from It. and She did. The, her, new, the new It. The new It. Yeah. And, like, her real name is really cute, and I'm not going to put it on there because, like, she's super sweet and, like, she's we really cool. We didn't talk to her yeah. about that. So. And we didn't talk about, like, talking about her on the podcast. Yeah. But she's awesome. And if you're listening, Beverly, because you know who you are, because Dee told you. Yeah, I know. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but, uh, really it was. cool. We should all hang out again. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, but we went to the Toasted Walnut again. Mm-hmm. It was a lot louder, a lot more party-like. Mm-hmm. We went upstairs, the dance floor was open. We we got to request music. And oh, that was so fun. It was literally just, like... Me and Cole. Like, no one else was requesting music. And of course, Deirdre was requesting, like, all 80s stuff. Yeah. Which did not go with the vibe. No, people liked <laughs> it, it like, they were singing, they but did. they weren't really dancing. Yeah. Yeah. But I also requested Take Care, and people liked that. I also requested Wannabe, and the club fucking was popping after Wannabe came on. Everyone was singing. Like, I remember the I was f- just requesting any song I could sing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the first thing I requested was anything by Pat Benatar. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was fun. Oh, yeah, Carrie Ann walked halfway with us there, and then we got to City Hall, and Carrie Ann was like, bye! <gasps> and then just, like, walked away. I was like, oh, okay, bye! <laughs> I'm leaving now. Okay, because I was tired, and I was drunk, and I didn't feel like going home. Mm-hmm. No, it's going. totally no. fine. You would have walked into Toasted Ball Nut, been like, no, and walked I'm away. Exactly- so we all just, like, danced and hung out, and we stayed there and until... And we met your friend, um... Ebony. Should we say her name? Is yeah, we cool? can say Ebony. Okay. She'll be fine with that. Yeah, and her um, girlfriend, Devin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were, were really sweet. sweet. They are very cute together. They looked Ebony really, Ebony said really that she nice. was going to take me shopping, because I really <laughs> liked her style. So I hope that happens. I will make sure that happens. When I, I get message, money again. I will message <laughs> Ebony and be like, yo. Seriously, though. Shopping. Mm-hmm. Give me some looks. <laughs> yeah, they had real good style. Because, yeah. like, Ebony is, like, so butch. Yeah. And Devin is so femme. And they're just so they're cute really together. They're cute. But, um, so we met up with them, and that was fun, and then we went to Taboo after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Taboo. That was wild. It was only $5 cover. Mm-hmm. It was really hot. But it was so crowded. It was mm-hmm. sweltering. Like, if you've ever been on the dance floor at Woody's, it's that crowded, but the whole upper floor, from wall to wall, mm-hmm. the entire whole dance floor, the right at the top of the staircase yeah. all the way to the bar there was no way for you to walk without touching the bar, somebody getting a drink at the bar was like i think it took, it took a half hour 20 minutes yeah. yeah we were just standing there waiting and because there just was like two bartenders and the bar was just like there was two people, bartenders five people deep yeah there were two bartenders and it was so long there had to have been at least 15 people lined up along the bar mm-hmm. and then five people behind them but the reason it was so crowded are you okay carrie 
Are you getting like secondhand anxiety Sorry. just from hearing about this? The reason no, I was it was so bad. Proud of it was because there, the upstairs was a party. It was like advertised as like queer, trans, people of color, I think, like, plus inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, it was this party thing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the reason we went, because we were like, oh, it's not Woody's, it's not, you know, eye candy, like, it's gonna be chill and cool, which it was, it, it was, was nice. Yeah. It, it was, was, everyone was super friendly and exactly. super nice, mm-hmm. like, nobody was like, ew, don't touch me, nobody mm-hmm. was rude, it just kind of- we were all on top of each other. Because we were all yeah. on top of each other. Honestly, I It didn't also, smell. Um, no, it did not smell, you're correct. Gay people are clean. That was the first time that I've ever, like, danced anywhere, ever, too. Really? Like, I didn't go to our dances at school or anything like that. See, I didn't either, but I've been in the clubs. Yeah, See, I don't, I've been in the clubs, but I haven't danced. But I, I that night, I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm and gonna that's, be gay and dance. That's what's fun about clubs that are that crowded. Like, everyone's dancing the same way, and it's just... Yeah, you don't have to worry You're just shaking back anything. and forth, because you don't have any room for anything else. We were just dancing together... And we got separated from D and Jess, and we were just, like, up in this little corner where we had a little bit more space, and the DJ was right behind us, like, through a window. And then I was like, fuck it, and I put my hand on her waist, and then we just danced together, and then we made out, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) So, D and Jess accomplished their goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not that, like... I mean, it was my stunning personality. Um, of also, you didn't get separated from us. We left. Because, <laughs> because Jess whispered in my ear and was like, bet you can't find me, and then walked away into yeah. the crowd. And I, I was, was like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> I was in the mood to play some games. She really was. She really was. We were dancing, which Deirdre doesn't dance, <laughs> oh so God. I was excited about it. And we were, like, dancing up on each other, as we do, and I go bet she can't find me and she goes what she kind of looks at me and i just turn around and walk through the crowd and i look back and she's literally like right behind me and i was like fuck i let you go for like a good five minutes it but it was hard to get by people yeah yeah I ended she's up not like, a pusher i am i ended up like going up on there was like a tiny stage yeah so like i hopped up there with like a bunch of other people and deirdre was like literally right behind me but she found me. You were definitely drunk by then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do- oh, oh yeah. no. I was drunk in Toasted Walnut. Yeah. We went outside, and we talked to this person, Kayla, who we also gave a sticker to, so what's up, Kayla, if you're listening? Hey, I hope Kayla, you are. you were really cool. I liked your jean vest. Yes. Um, but we just started talking about movies. Me and Bev were talking with her, because she um, bummed a sig for me, and we were just, like, chilling. So then, after Taboo, um, I was tired, oh, because I'm an that. old person. Sorry. Um, me and Jess were not done. <laughs> um, so we... I should have been, but... You really should have been. I could... But I was not, either. Like... I could go all night. <laughs> yeah, um, until you pass the fuck out and I could carry you home. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the night was not over for me and Jess, and we decided to go to Voyeur, um, because we found out they were having a glow party. We get into Voyeur, and it's like a $20 cover, and I yeah, was like, what ridiculous. the fuck? Ridiculous. There weren't that many people in there when we first nah. got there. Most people were upstairs, I think. Um, but there were a few people, and they had this, like, runway-type stage out that was lit up blue. And I was like, oh my god. And then we saw, like, the corner where they are doing, um, they were doing body paint on people. Like, people were literally, like, in their underwear. Nice. Getting their bodies painted. But you could do body, face, and there was something else, but I can't remember. Ass. <laughs> ass. Ass. Ass um, and titties. Ass, ass, titties, titties, ass and titties. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, so there was that. And then... 
Deirdre wanted her face painted. Mm -hmm. So Jess paid for it, and I got my face painted. And it was really cute, and I have a video of it, which I love. It's adorable. And then we started making out, and then under the light, you could see that Jess had the paint on her face because (laughs) we were making out. It was cute. Because the guy put paint on my lips, too, but he put some on my nose, so, like, Jess's lips were green like mine, and her nose was red like mine. It was the first for me. I pulled your drop. I said, we're dancing on this platform And we danced on a platform. It was fucking crazy. I did so many things that I never did that night. It was so exciting. You would never fucking catch me dancing anywhere let this alone was... a club <laughs> so go home. so they didn't get home and go to sleep until probably close to 4 a.m yeah uh-huh. um so of course we overslept we were gonna go to the parade uh-huh. which started at 11 30 uh-huh. kind of a good distance from us uh-huh. um that carrie ann's like bitch please like yeah it's not that far but like considering we had to like pack up and check out of the hotel before we could go mm-hmm. and we didn't wake up until like 10 i mean i woke up at 8 and then i was like nah and i went back to sleep <laughs> i actually love how like all day saturday would be like well we can uber and carrie Ann would be like walk <laughs> <laughs> you have legs use Just them walk. <laughs> But listen, we Ubered when we needed to, and we were so glad we did. Yeah. This, okay, Sunday kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. It got better at the end, but it kind of sucked. Yeah, it did. Because we woke up a little late, and then we had to pack our clothes, and by the time we had finished, like, packing, it was past 11.30, so we were already like, ooh, we're gonna be late to the parade, but it goes until, like, around 1 when they get to the pier, so... Mm-hmm. We figured we could still get there in time. So we check out right on time, right before 12. I think it was 11.59 mm-hmm. when I gave them the keys. Yeah. And I texted them right then and said, I need my car because we had to valet it because their self-parking lot was having construction done. So that fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, give us five to ten minutes to get you your car. And it took probably 30 minutes before I got a text message saying that my car was ready. And we were outside and I was like, bitch, where? <laughs> and that was another 15 minutes. Yeah, and then it, it took another, like, it was it was almost one by the time we finally got our fucking car. And I said, okay, I will drive you guys to the pier so that you guys can catch the tail end of the parade. So we do, and I drive like a crazy person, and mm-hmm. we scary. blast 80s music and just throws up. Oh, just I remember to that. Share. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> it was like a spiritual experience. I was sitting in the backseat of the car throwing up to believe by Cher. <laughs> it was you an experience. I felt bad because, like, Deirdre was sitting right in front of me, and I was, like, leaning over into the bag, which was, like, right by where, yeah, she could probably hear everything. Oh, my God, and the worst part is I'm a sympathy puker if I hear people puking. That's, yeah, why, that's, the why, music was that's so why I said, guys, blast the music. Every time I was close to throwing up, I'd be like, guys, and they would just turn it up. <laughs> the other song I threw up to on the ride home was Unwritten by Natasha Oh, my God! <laughs> What was the other one? I threw up four times <laughs> in the car. One once was right before we got to the parade. The other time that was, was on uh, the Schuylkill Express. Well, that was on Rim. And then there was at least one more time on Shady Side Road. I threw up before the parade, and then we got dropped off at the parade, and I felt like fine, like my head hurt, like. I was still hungover, but I didn't feel, like, sick. Mm-hmm. And we got to see some of the parade, which was nice. Mm-hmm. We were there for, like, what, like, a half hour? Just me and you? Ish. Maybe While Paul waited in the car yeah. for us. But that was nice. A little bit of the parade. <laughs> nice. And then, yeah, the rest of the drive home was pretty horrible with me. Puking. 
either puking or just very nauseous and them just blasting music so they didn't hear it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely I can never listen to, like, Cher or Natasha Bedingfield ever again without thinking of that. And then we got back to Deirdre's and I went upstairs to sleep. It didn't happen, but I tried. And then you an guys had... A, I mean, yeah, it was... Fantastic. I love Pride. Also, I want to say, because we've been talking about the stickers this whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, So, our friend Carly made the stickers. She will, like, link her stuff, but um, she made the stickers for us, um, and we got, like, so many printed, like, more than we needed to, but it's so worth it, because we can just keep giving them out. But it's a really, really cute design, and if you guys need anything, you should talk to her. She freelances, and she has, like, dope stickers. Yeah, yeah. travel mugs. Yeah. Stuff. Her stuff's really cute. Yeah, it's really And cute. honestly, I mean, I'm gonna say this without discussing it with you guys, and you can let me know, but I feel like first 100 followers to follow us on any of our social media. Yeah. You can get a free sticker You'll, from us. We'll, we'll mail you a free we'll sticker. figure it out. And we'll write you a thing. I mean, obviously you we'll have to be... We'll post a picture of it, too. Yeah, and obviously you have to be comfortable giving us a mailing address to send it, but yeah. um, we'll do that, because, I mean it's one stamp to send a thing like yeah. yeah so that was pride which was super fun great experience i always recommend going to do that um yeah. def go with people that you like mm-hmm. and like are comfortable with because like if you don't drink it's not a super big deal i mean but you still want to be around people you're comfortable with because yeah. it's, it's good to have that environment of just being able to be yourself but if you do drink it's also really good to be with people you're comfortable so with because so they can help you if you vomit and you know have to get help but that was the weekend, and then this week was also pretty gay, because these two got to do something fun. Why don't you tell me about that? Uh, me and Jess went to go see Kaylee Kiyoko. We did that. Uh, we went to go see her at the TLA. Yeah. I had bought the tickets in February for Valentine's Day. Best gift ever. <laughs> On Valentine's Day, I, like, wrote her this little thing and, like, was like, we're seeing Haley Kyoko, VIP bitch, and, like, <laughs> so that was really fun. It was, like, really exciting, and, like, so we got to meet her, um, and there was, like, a little Q&A, and then her concert was, like, fucking amazing. It was. Meeting it was her was, so like, fun. surreal because I wanted to, like, tell her things, but <laughs> it was so quick and I blanked out completely, which I do with, like, every celebrity I meet. I just kind of freeze and I'm like... So we're, like, leaving, but we were dancing to this song, and I, like, looked over at, like, this VIP area, and, um, we're dancing, like, pretty gay, like, that's why I'm bringing it up, and I looked over to, like, the VIP area, and there were definitely, like, girls' parents there, because there were, like, young girls there. (gasps) Yeah, I know. Um. Baby gays. (laughs) Little baby gays. Um. Oh, it's probably because she was in, like, a bunch of Disney stuff. Well, no, that, and also, there were, like, 12-year-old girls in line with us who were, like, very Rainbow openly flags. gay, talking yeah. about gay shit Yes, and I was, like, it, I was That's like, is awesome. this a millennials thing that we all were closeted until no, no, way no, no, past no. high school? No, 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 those are Gen Zers. Yeah, that's oh. what we're saying. We're saying, like, was it a millennial no, thing to be, like, closeted in oh. high school? Because like, they yeah. seem to yeah. be so, like, out and proud. Like, and they one were, like, of them like, had a rainbow flag, like, wrapped yeah. around them. And they were, like, 14. And I I'm love sure. that, like, Hallie Kyoko exists for them. Like, they can go well, to that, a concert that's, like... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because, like, I'm seeing these parents there. Like, the, it looked like a mom and a dad were, like, talking to each other because they were just had to sit together. Um, it was, like, an upgrade. You can pay so that you can sit down. So I felt like people's parents were doing that so they could <laughs> sit by the bar. 
and like you could upgrade for like twenty dollars <laughs> oh, or something. That's me. I know. <laughs> so like it was really funny, and then they were like looking at me in dress, and I noticed like the woman was like smiling, but was like kind of overwhelmed, like oh my god, there's like mega gay people here. I didn't well, even I, notice. I just thought it was like really nice because you knew she was someone's mom. And she was there with her daughter. And she just watched the whole concert where Hallie Kyoko was talking about being Girls, gay. Girls fucking flying gay flags everywhere, like, doing some hip shit. <laughs> and, like, all this stuff. And, like, is just letting her daughter, like, fucking scream bloody murder over this really hot girl. Like, it's, like, a boy band or something. It was, oh like, it was so... It was, wasn't it? It was, I've like, never so been, nice. I've been to... It's so refreshing. I've right? been to a shit ton of... Ju- uh, not Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Brothers concert. So much better, right? Yeah. Um, I've been like a shit ton of Jonas Brothers concerts and then I've also been to a shit ton of like Demi Lovato concerts and honestly I think most Demi Lovato fans that are my age that like used to go to those concerts were just baby gays yeah because like I was fawning over Demi Lovato like she was like I would always say to my parents like she's my role model like she does all this good stuff for but like really I just thought she was hot she has an ass Uh and titties and she was hot and And she also stands for some shit she does I love her um okay so, long story short, they had a really awesome uh, concert, and my audacity dropped some of the audio, so we're just going to wrap it here. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it wasn't too much of a mess for you guys to listen to. The song I wanted to recommend was I Don't Do Boys by Elektra from the, uh, the self-titled album I Don't Do Boys. Um, I will insert that here. Girl, it's not your game. TV show. It's called One Day at a Time, which I think we mentioned in the podcast, unless it gets cut out. I don't know. It is on Netflix, season one and two, and it's a Netflix original. It's got really good queer representation, as well as um, they talk about literally like so many issues in each episode, but not like over. It reminds me of Glee a little in that way, where they touch on like social issues, but it's in a good way, and it's also a sitcom. They just, yeah, they talk about like depression. Yeah. It's a uh, Cuban family, and it's a remake of um, a show one day at a time from, like, 60s, 70s, 80s, some old-ass time. Yeah. Um, but Rita Moreno's in it, and if you don't know Rita Moreno, she was in West Side Story and is literally an icon, and she's so funny. But yeah, it's really good. I just, it's wholesome. It's if you need, so like, fun. a little 20-minute show to make you laugh and maybe cry sometimes, it's really nice. And I love it. Um, I'm gonna recommend another book, and funnily enough, it is also a short story book. Um, I found it at Barnes and Noble, so I'm not entirely sure how legit it is, because their LGBT section is literally one bottom shelf. (laughs) That's a quarter of a long shelf in the history section. But anyways, it's a, um, it's called A Woman Like That, and the tagline is, Lesbian and Bisexual Writers Tell Their Coming Out Stories. 
Um, it's edited by Joan Larkin. I thought it was gonna be kind of- I don't know why I bought it. I did, because I'll just literally buy and read anything gay. I was- thought it was gonna be kind of lame at first, because it was, like, coming out stories, and I was like, I don't really want to hear about you, like, coming out to your parents and how much it sucked, because, like, I'm there already. And, like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't know. I was excited to read it, but wasn't looking forward to it. But anyway, it, it's really great. It's not actually, like, coming out. This book was written in the 90s, so maybe it had, like, a different-ish connotation at the time. But it's more about when the writers realized that they were gay. A lot of the stories actually are of girls in like the 50s because they're in the 90s, they're like adults. But in the 50s, they're like kids and they're at like summer camps and like fall in love with their camp counselors. There's literally like more than one story like that. But it's all different kinds of stories and all different kinds of girls. And like, it's really, really good. I haven't finished it either because I like short stories books because you can kind of like put them down, like go back to them. But it's really good so far. It's a good read if you want to get into that. And I guess that's it. You can find us on Twitter at Day to Gay Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr at Day to Gay. We have a SoundCloud, which is probably where you're listening to this because we haven't submitted it to iTunes or Spotify yet. That is uh, Day to Gay Podcast. Yep. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Carrie Ann, do you have any last thoughts? No? All right. <laughs> we got a few words from her. It's okay. <laughs> Wait, who said it last time? I'm not saying it again. I think it's Jess's turn. No, I think it's Jess's turn. I don't know what to say. What do you we just say? It's a Heaven? beautiful day oh. to be gay. <laughs> but, like, however you want to say it. It's a beautiful day to be gay. <laughs> Bitches. Carry on, you say it. No. Oh, <laughs> Let's go get some coconut cream pie, yo.